And then the next morning, Brie asks, hey, where's your ring? Welcome to Push In, the Cinevic Podcast. I'm your host, Joyce Klein, coming to you from the unceded territory of the Lekwungen-speaking peoples, otherwise known as beautiful Victoria, British Columbia, Canada. Ah, money, money, money. Not only does just staying alive get more expensive every month, but if you're listening to this podcast, you or someone you love may also be living with a devastatingly expensive addiction. Filmmaking. Today, I thought I'd interview a filmmaker using his creative and technical skills to actually make money. My guest is a filmmaker, podcaster, blogger, founder-owner of Evergreen and Bound Films, and the genius who first suggested Cinevic needed a podcast, our own Grady Lawler. I can't wait to have Grady give us the inside scoop on creating wedding videos as one form of filmmaking that can more than pay for itself. Welcome to Push In, Grady. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Joyce. It's great to be here. Scene one. What is it that drew you to doing weddings? The first wedding film I ever did was actually for a couple of friends. I've been doing video production here and there, commercial shoots or about us videos. And I thought, hey, this could be fun. And so my partner, now wife, Brie, we decided, hey, let's just make this happen. And I rented a Steadicam and the ceremony started without me realizing, oh, this ceremony is probably about 45 minutes long. I have no tripods. I have one camera and I'm holding this beefy gimbal. I think it was a Glidecam 2000. None of these, uh, these new things that save your arms like technology today, but my arm was killing me. So I, I ended oh, no. up switching back and forth, getting shots. And then by the end of the ceremony, I was crouching with my knee supporting my hand because I couldn't <laughs> hold it up otherwise. <laughs> and then just so glad when it was over, but it, it was a blast. How do you do it now that you know better? My wife, Brie, and I, we've been doing wedding films for probably eight years now. And over the years, you, you just pick up things here and there, uh, including equipment. Usually we roll in with two to four cameras. Usually one is a backup for us. One's our go-to working camera each. And one of us will go with the groom side. One will go with the bride. And we'll essentially just capture the day as it happens. And usually for ceremonies, we'll set up a couple tripods, maybe three, and capture from different angles. And then it's miking everyone up, making sure the officiant has a lavalier microphone, as well as the groom. Sometimes we'll plant another one. And having multiple audio sources has really saved the day so many times. And just being able to know that you're covered. The biggest win in wedding filmmaking is just making sure you're covered. Scene two. Do you consult with the couple? Do they have input into the music or do you just find the music? And if so, where and how do you organize that? I feel like over the years, we've really gained a good understanding of what a day feels like and being able to represent that in an honest, compelling and hopefully thoughtful way. So what, what we say about choosing music is that we will take care of that. You don't have to worry about it, but we'd love to know what kind of music you like, what styles, if you have any favorite artists. And what we'll do is 
try to find elements that are within those and use those as keyword searches when we're looking for songs. For our highlight films we do for weddings, we always try to find music that uh, is unique to the couple or to the day to represent what it felt like. And there are a couple of sites, uh, one of them being The Music Bed. It's been a go-to amazing site for finding really high quality songs that we can use in the films and make it licensed. Uh, you can share it online. And the beauty thing about that is you're not going to hear these songs on the radio. It's almost like they're these one-off songs that you haven't heard of before, but they sound really neat. And they do make a point to pick songs that are a little more cinematic or have different story points where you could put dialogue over top of. Or there are instrumental versions of the same song, so you can alternate between the two. And that's been super valuable to share different vows, different points of a story. And that's probably the go-to site, Music Bed. Scene three. I hear you have a pretty amazing wedding ring story. Bree and I actually eloped, loved it, which is, is kind of funny in itself with, you know, filming weddings for a living for a good chunk of the year. And we decided, oh, let's do our own thing and just eloped on a beautiful island in the Pacific and we just went for it. So about four months after getting my wedding ring, Brie and I went to Tofino for a camping surf trip and went surfing one of the mornings. And thinking I'd play this safe, I put my ring in my jacket pocket, go out, have an amazing morning surf, and then go about the rest of the day. And uh, we met up with some friends who were also camping and ended up going for a restaurant uh, dinner in town. And it started torrentially downpouring. It was just water everywhere. And I guess I was helping our one friends back up their truck in the parking lot. And when the rain started hitting my jacket, all of the seams started failing. Of course, I was distracted, didn't notice this. And of course, I had forgotten to put my ring back on from that morning and just put it right on my finger where that would be a really smart thing to do. And I didn't even notice it was gone. And so went about dinner, catching up with friends, had a great time, uh, had campfire afterwards. And then the next morning, Brie asked, hey, where's your ring? I hadn't even noticed I lost it. I thought, oh, it was in my jacket or maybe it was over in the car. Maybe it was in the tent. And so I ended up searching the entire rest of the trip. Uh, and But no luck, ended up going home, realizing, okay, it's it was a great ring, but I think it's gone. Um, so went back to Victoria, ended up putting together a poster, a lost ring poster uh, that had a rough photo of what it looked like, a couple descriptions of where I may have lost it, and went on to a Facebook, what was it? One of the Tofino Facebook groups, uh, which was super helpful because I, I put a description up there and someone said, hey, I have a metal detector. Any chance you want to use it? <laughs> and so this, this was two weeks later. And so I thought, what's the worst that could happen? I don't find it and I waste some gas. And so end up going up two weeks later, meeting this person I'd never met before, borrowing his 
metal detector, which I'd never used before, and started on a hunt. I had a checklist of different spots I thought it might be. And I ended up probably an entire day's worth of just scanning, beeping, using the headphones, and really just clearing a bunch of screws, nails, bottle caps from different <laughs> gravel driveways and parking lots around Topino. And no luck, no ring. But then about a month later, after thinking, okay, it's for sure gone. There's no way I'm getting this back. I get a Facebook message randomly from someone I'd never met before, didn't have any mutual friends, but it said, hey, I think I found your ring. And I get the chills at the back of the neck thinking, what the, how, how do you even know I lost my ring? Because I'd kind of forgotten about the, the post that I put out on Facebook. And sure enough, the very first parking lot that I was checking in gravel, that's where someone was walking past uh, about two months after I'd lost it, walking past, saw a glint of something in the gravel and remembered back to hearing about the post that I'd put up about the lost ring, ends up messaging me. And sure enough, there's my ring. Wow. Tail slate. Thanks, Grady. This was awesome. Lots of really helpful information. And I will definitely seek out Evergreen and Bound Films should I ever decide I do need a third husband. <laughs> Thanks so much. And that's a wrap. You can help promote the talented filmmakers we feature by liking, subscribing, or five-star rating us so others can find their interviews more easily. That's it for now. Join me, your host, Joyce Klein, for the next episode of Push In, the Cinevic Podcast.